With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. All right. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. We are post-game after the Grizzlies lose a nail-biter to the Los Angeles Lakers, 94-92. to Isaac Simpson is back. It's becoming a regular thing, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I always enjoy being on, man. Enjoy being on here on the Hoopball Grizz podcast, man. Love talking Grizz, man. And uh, tough loss tonight, but I mean, I think I think the team played really well despite the circumstances. And I think you kind of have to look at the coaching and, and the way this team is, is is hung together with a tremendous amount of injuries here just a couple weeks into the season, man. A lot of adversity, and they have not quit fighting. I mean, this team is playing hard, and I'm encouraged by what I've seen. Sure, man. There, there's, there's no reason that the Grizzlies should be in the game with the defending champions. <laughs> no, not with at the all. amount of, of talent that they have missing right now. So you know, to to pull it in and make it this close, and even you know, like LeBron turned it on in the fourth in, on Sunday. Yeah, and you know, j- just put the game away. The Grizzlies were in that game until LeBron just decided, hey, you know, th- this one's over. And it looked like he was going to do the same thing tonight. He still had a good fourth quarter, but the the Grizzlies were able to, uh, I mean, kind of go back old school and and grit and grind it to a a, a really close game there at the end. Yeah, I mean, ninety four, ninety two, throwing it back to the the grit and grind days. And um, I mean, first team all year to hold the Lakers under hundred points. I think that's kind of a a victory in itself. But yeah, man, you can see struts shades of the the old grit and grind Grizz ninety four, ninety two, especially. As the year go on, it seems like scores of games going up. You're seeing 130, 140s, 125s all over the NBA and got a throwback game tonight, 94-92, and that's testament to the Grizz defense. I mean, I think we've seen the last three games, the defensive rotations for this team have been off the charts. I mean, Taylor Jenkins has these guys, they're communicating on, on defense, they're getting in passing lanes, and, and they're doing a really good job there. And I think that was a testament tonight to hold the world champions under 100 points the first time this season anybody's done that. Yeah. When you, if you go back to the uh, the first game of the season against our, the the Hawks, not the the first regular season game against them, you know defense essentially lost in the game. They yeah. they looked awful in that game. And I, I remember uh, Dan, one of the guys here at Hootball, he uh, he made a, a comment on Twitter about the Grizzlies are just not interested in playing defense, and it showed. But they've definitely turned it around, you know, in the, the last three games for sure. They've looked a lot better on the defensive end. You know, with Charlotte, they played well. And, and even in, in losses to the Lakers, their defense is looking a lot better. And, man, I, I cannot praise Dylan Brooks enough for what he brings to the table night in and night out. And just watching him, you know, you, you don't really see a ton of guys that get under LeBron's skin, but it sure looked like Dylan was doing a good job of it tonight because he was – there were a lot of the game. It was 94 feet, man. He's on him the whole way. And it, it just kind of – there was one one point where LeBron kind of – I mean, hissy fit probably isn't the right word, but you could tell like at half court he was, he was kind of complaining about it a little bit. And 
I love watching that. I like watching Dylan play, and especially with the amount of growth that we're seeing from him so far in, in the season. Yeah, I think the naysayers and sayers are pretty quiet right now, and I agree with you. I think he definitely made LeBron work for everything he got tonight. LeBron had those two big baskets late, but I, I don't think you could have played any, any better defense than, than Dylan played on those two plays. I mean, just better offense. Sometimes uh, the greatest player in the world is going to make those plays, and he did it, but it was not because Dylan – didn't do everything he could do. I mean, but he, we've definitely seen a, the maturation process of Dylan get even, even better here going into this year. And again, we've talked about this, but he said going into the season that he wanted to improve on some of the things that, that he struggled with. And I think you've seen that. I, I think you see less of the, the, the bad wild shots. I think he's trying to get his teammates more involved and not always strictly at, with tunnel vision, looking for his offense. We've definitely seen some improvements there uh, from Dylan Brooks. And it's, it's good to see it. I think that's one of the big reasons why, I think this team is still competing. Uh, him and yeah. what Kyle Ironson has done, but I think him turning into a, a more mature player and and kind of a leader uh, of this offense, I think it's really helped. And I think he's been one of the big pieces to, to keeping this thing together. For sure, for sure, man. That, that's a. Uh, I hope that he keeps this same uh, same outlook that you know, same growth, same attitude whenever everybody comes back because it's just going to make this team that much better. I'm going to run through stats real quick, and, and then we'll get into uh, more of the the meat and potatoes of it. Tyus Jones, eight points, eight assists, two steals. Dylan Brooks didn't shoot the ball that well in 90. Shot three for five from three. Shot it well deep, but not from the field. Uh, 13 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals. Kyle Anderson, 10 and five. Brandon Clark, 12 and three. I'd like to see him rebounding more, man. Yeah. I think, you know, he, he is a guy. I think what Tillman ended up, how many rebounds did Tillman pull down? Uh, Tillman had, yeah. he, only had he only two. Had two. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to have, I, I think that you, you've got to have BC. He averaged like, it was either just, just over, just under seven, I think last year. And you know, I want to see him rebounding more, especially that's like a, a deficiency if you want to call it that for Jaron is, you know, a lot, a lot of people are knocking on him because yeah. of his rebounding. So you're going to need this, the secondary guys to be doing their job on that. JV is still doing what he's doing. Another double, double. That's his uh, ninth in a row dating back to last season. He was 13 and 11. And I'm surprised he got that because Gasol had him looking like he didn't even need to be out there tonight. Yeah. He, he, he kind of stymied him a little bit there, especially in the first half. I mean, he was just, just struggling. I mean, I could, Gasol got a couple steals off of him. He just seemed kind of lost, and I think that kind of mentally, I think that kind of carried over into the rest of the game because he missed several several bunnies tonight, several shots that he normally makes. I think he kind of got to his head, and I think he was kind of hesitant there and and and, and kind of kind of forcing him getting his head a little bit, forcing some shots up that he usually makes. But um, he still ended up with 13 and 11. I mean, double-double, but um, he had a lot of good looks. He should have had 20 points tonight. But again, it does, even looking at 13, it does – Seemed kind of surprising that he even had 13 because he really struggled, especially in that first half against when Gasol was in there on him. Yeah, yeah, the foul trouble bailed him out. I think if Gasol doesn't get in foul trouble, that uh, his stat line doesn't look anything like this because he, well, he got a couple baskets there when Gasol went off with uh, with his fifth foul, and we didn't even see him anymore. Did he even come back in the game after he no. got his fifth foul? No, yeah, he, I, he didn't, didn't even play anymore. No. I didn't, even, yeah. I didn't even thought about that until you just mentioned it. No, once he set out for that fifth foul, he did not see the floor again. Yeah, uh, Desmond Bain had seven points, three, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. Uh, 
coming back to earth a little bit. He was only one for four from three tonight. This is the first time that he uh, has not made multiple threes in a game. So probably won't be the last. I hope it is. That'd be amazing for his career if it is. Uh, Gorgie continues to play well. He had 13 points, four rebounds. <laughs> um, I was trying to remember who it was. Somebody tweeted at uh, Sane about raising his trade value and saying just like, man, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So good good to see him playing well. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he, I was going to say he's been, he's been fantastic. I mean, people had his – Bags back. He did struggle there in the first couple games, but over these last three games, I mean, he's been fantastic for this team. I mean, guy that can step out, hit threes, and gets blocks on the inside. I mean, he just makes smart plays. Uh, he gets to the free throw line. He just does a lot of things for you. I mean, again, 13 points, four B rounds, one assist, two steals. I mean, he's doing it all for the center position, and it's good to see because they really need it, and they need that veteran leadership, especially in times like these, and he's definitely stepped up to the plate. Sure, yeah, and, you know, I wouldn't – of lot, I would for as bad as the starters played tonight. That's a quick plus minus, and and I know yeah. you know in, in one game the, the starters were combined negative, negative yeah. seventy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. May, maybe we should close the game with some of these guys that are having some success out there tonight because the bench was a plus sixty. The bench is a, a combined plus sixty. Starters a combined minus seventy. I I was hoping to see somebody. You know I. I I understand that the starters are your best players. I get that. But, you know, on a night-to-night basis, that may change depending on who the hot hand is. And, you know, the, the bench really kept them in this game tonight. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded if they uh, if Jenkins kept Gorgie on the floor instead of JV because it was just that type of night for him. Uh, DeAnthony Melton came back. And welcome back. Good, good game for him. Mr. Do something was out there yeah. doing stuff, you know, he, stats all the way across the board. That's, you can almost count on that from him when he's here and he's right. Five points, two rebounds, five assists, one still and one block. Grayson Allen, three, three, and two. And I skipped over Tillman there and didn't mean to eight points, two rebounds. And a still, you know, the, the thing for me that, that I like to see, I like to see that the young guys doing well and that's Tillman showcased, kind of what he's going to bring to the table tonight. You know, he playing playing defense could help side defense. There was plenty of times where he was matched up against Davis and he held his own, and that that was something I know uh, uh, I saw a lot of fans saying, oh, you know, he's only he's only 6'8". You can't teach 7 foot, and you can't, but you can still work hard at 6'8 and be a good defender, and, uh, and he, was, he was definitely not getting pushed around out there tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm really encouraged what I've seen from him because uh, that that first game he came in, I think I think he played the first game of the season against Atlanta. He really struggled in that game, uh, but since then, uh, when when he's played minutes, he's he's looked like a contributor. He doesn't look like a guy where you say that guy doesn't deserve doesn't deserve to be on the floor or look like he needs to be on the floor. And for a second round pick where they got him, I think this early for him to come in, I mean, 18 minutes for you, eight points, two rebounds, one steal, playing some some good defense. I mean, he doesn't look like a rookie. I mean, he looks like a guy that can come in off the bench and play for you, and that that's really positive. Uh, I mean, we, we got all Desmond Baines, another guy they drafted late, got traded up late first. All these guys look like they're playable guys here early in their careers, and they're only going to get better. So I think that's a really good sign that these young guys are playing well, and these are going to be guys that are going to be big parts of this team going forward as they mature. And I mean, you you look at these contracts, I mean, they, they're just set up really well right now with, with a lot of young guys on still on their rookie deals and guys that can 
play already, and the guys are only going to get better. I mean, the arrow for this team is pouring up, man. It's just going to keep going up. I'm so excited for this team future. I mean, so many guys that you can can look at and see their skill levels and how they're going to improve. I mean, you still got Jai, and he's going to get better and better. Jaron has missed some time on the floor. You think he's going to take another leap? Uh, Justin, we haven't even seen Justice Winslow uh, with this team. If he can stay healthy, what he can bring to this team, I mean, I'm excited. I really am excited about this roster and what's going to what we're in store for in the future. Yep, absolutely, man. That, that's if you look at this roster and what it's doing right now with, with the best guys out. You know, is still producing, still staying in games with the best team in the league. You've got to be excited about that. Yeah, there's stuff that you can look at and kind of, you know, nitpick. Like, uh, you know, I don't like this or I don't like that. But overall, you know, you've got to look at the big picture. This year's not going to be, you know, if they make the playoffs, great. But to me, I, I just, you know, I don't think this is a playoff year, man. I, I think that this is kind of a, a development year, and, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. But I, I'm excited either way. You know, if they win five games or if they turn around and win 45 games this year, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited wherever, whatever direction this goes. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, when you look at this year, I mean, this year was all about even when, when healthy. I mean, you knew you were going to be without Jaren for a while. You knew you were going to be out with Justice for a while. We didn't know Job was going to be out. But I think this year was a year of evaluation to see where you were, what you needed. I, I don't think they went into this, this this year with the mindset of we were, we just missed the playoffs last year, so this is our time to make a push. We got to try to make the playoffs this year because we were close last year. I think this was to let the chips fall where they may and just kind of evaluate what you have and, and look at next summer and, and the offseason after that to kind of try to, to make a bigger move. And that's why the season is so fun because, I mean, I, I, I don't really have any expectations. If they make the playoffs, like you said, it would be fantastic. If they don't, I mean, we're looking at a at a lottery pick and, and another person guy that you could add to, to kind of improve this team and add to this core. Um, it, it's good either way uh, because I think the future is bright no matter what happens this year. Uh, I think you just didn't want to regress, and I don't think we've seen regression. I mean, for we have the amount of injuries that they have, and they're still out there competing. I think that's a really good sign, not only for the players, but for this coaching staff uh, to to keep this team together and have them competing like this. I mean, you look at the, we had a, a, a thread injury report uh, the other day, and this yeah. team is still a two two piece, two piece injury report the other day, and this team is still out there competing. I mean, that's a really good sign, and I think you see Ja out there without a boot on. I think. I don't think he's going to be out five weeks. I think the organization might want to be extra cautious with him, but he's the type of guy where he's going to push. I think he's going to be back sooner rather than later. And again, I mean, you get him back in here with these guys and continue to grow, which it's just really good. I mean, you should have Jared and possibly Justin Winslow coming to not too long after then. I mean, uh, I mean, they got an opportunity to just go out there and, and play and, and, and grow their games. And if they make the again, it might, could that lead to a playoff berth? Possibly, I think this team is going to compete. I think they've shown that. But if not, I mean, you just go continue to evaluate, get better in the offseason, get another high draft pick in here, and, and roll from there. For sure. Yep. Or, or maybe, you know, I, it, this is probably an unpopular opinion. Depending on where you're at, you know, may, maybe you trade that draft pick for uh, a young, you know, a guy that's on another team that's not happy. You know, if, if there's somebody out there, uh, a Zach Levine or, or Bradley yeah. Bill or somebody like that that's available, I'm I'm not so high. Like I like Bradley Bill, and obviously I think that he, you know, that he's an elite scorer, great, great NBA player. But I'm just not real big on that massive contract, you know. But if you can move that pick and land a guy like that, 
if you feel like that's what you need, like I, I'm not opposed to something like that. I, I think that this front office, I have faith in this front office, whatever they do, because they, they've been, uh, been stellar to say the least so far, you know, with, with the, the draft and the trade and everything that they've done has been completely different from what we've seen from the Grizzlies front office in the past and, and definitely digging it. So we'll see where that goes. I'm, I'm, there's plenty of guys in the top of this draft that I'm, on board you know there's i think anybody in the top probably at least eight you're, you're in good shape there's at least eight guys out there that you can plug in on this grizzlies team and uh and make an impact right off the bat so let's uh let's transition if you got something to add to that you can but uh mo- moving from that let's go into uh three three good things from tonight and then three things that uh you would like to see them improve on moving forward uh, well, I think uh, looking looking on the good side of things, I think that the defensive rotations. I think you have to start off there. I think uh, we looked at going back to the, the Charlotte game. I mean, I think it's been absolutely fantastic. Even though they're one and two of these games, I mean, two of these games were against the world champion Lakers and one that they were in to the last second tonight. Literally, uh, I, I think they've been fantastic the way they communicated on defense. They've just been on the string uh, defensively, and I think that's. One, one positive I take out of the night, I think uh, th- we talked about this earlier, but the play of Dylan Brooks, I think, is in the mat- maturation process there, I think is really positive. Because, I mean, you don't even – I don't even know tonight. You usually don't go through a game where you don't have these, oh, what is he doing moments. I'm trying to think of, did I really see one of those tonight? Uh, I mean, he's really – you're seeing less and less of those by the game. You don't see these wild shots he's throwing up. Most of the shots that he's taking are in, in rhythm and within the team concept. And I think that's really, and, and again, he's looking to get his teammates involved and, and becoming a leader. And I think that's really something that you looked at. You go back to the bubble last year. That's not something I don't think you thought you'd be seeing right now. So I think that's really positive for this team going forward. And I think, and this is not really on the floor, but I think the coaching staff uh, having this team competing with with the amount of injuries they have in your possibly your three best players out uh, in in. Job Morant, uh, Jared Jackson Jr., Justin Winslow, those could be their three starters. It could be your three best players. For you to be competing in, to a two-point game with the world champions, I think it's something really positive uh, this fan base can take out of what's going on right now because, I mean, they're going to even be better when these guys come back. If they're doing this now, imagine when you add those guys back in, how, how this team could take off. So, again, I'm really encouraged there, but those are the three things that I think you can really take a positive in. I know not all of them on the floor might have cheated a little bit, but – I think those are three positive things you can take out no, of what's going on right now. Did, didn't cheat at all. That's it's three positives, man. So you're good. You know, I, I won't touch much more on Dylan. You know, I'm I'm on the same page with you there with with Dylan. Uh, the only the one thing that I will put to it, he did have one shot, and and it was crazy. I was I was talking to my wife about the city jerseys and kind of explaining about all the details in the jersey, and I was like, man, I think I might you know, get a Dylan Brooks jersey. And she's yeah. like, which one is he? <laughs> and then they come down the floor and he shoots an awful layup. And I'm like, oh, man. And she's like, really? That's the one you want to get? And I'm like, shut up. Just go back in the bedroom. You don't want to watch this. But, um, you know, it, 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 nothing but good from him. And my two other positive things, I already I touched on a little bit, but but Tillman and what he's doing, man. And I think that one of the the – the biggest part, one of the best part of his games, uh, of his game, is his ability to be a playmaker as a big man. And we've not really 
got to see a whole lot of that yet. So I think that that will kind of come as he sees the floor a little bit more. But I'm I'm super happy with where he's at and what he's doing producing this. I really, you know, obviously I think his minutes probably fall down a little bit uh, when when everybody starts to come back. But I think that that you know toward the end of the season you may see see that ramp up depending on if you have guys moving or not. And then you know also this year with injuries you never know what's going to happen. But Brandon Clark looked better to me tonight. You know he, he made that one three and yeah. his three point stroke still looks. It's still wonky, but at the free throw line is what really – he had been looking super robotic yeah, at the free throw looked, line. And even we though he missed that second one tonight, it, it was a smooth stroke. You know, he went through, and I'm like, okay, maybe he's kind of – he's figuring this out. So that, that's – uh, I was going to say, even even from three, it's, it's still weird, but he's getting a lot more arc on it. Before, it was like all his shots were short. There were – he was front rimming, rimming a lot of threes and at the free throw line, but now it, it seems like even when even the ones that he missed, they are at least getting up to the rim. I, it looks a lot better. So I think yeah. I think he's maybe it was the injury, maybe he didn't have his legs under him uh, because I, I am encouraged by what I've seen about him. I think he's coming back around. I do think he's going to be fine. Yeah, you know, and his field goal percentage is not astronomical like it was last year, but. I think a lot of that, you know, I contribute a lot of that is to like the the guys that are around him on the floor right now. You know, it's it's easier to get better looks when you got Ja dishing you the ball, or you yeah. got you know Jaren out there spacing the floor. There's a lot of different things that affect the quality of shots that he's getting, and so I, I think that we'll see that go up as everybody gets healthy as well. I'll move into I'll do the the three things that I wanted to to I want to see them improve on, and then I'll let you get yours in there. Um, one thing they were doing pretty well, almost the entire game, and then late, it almost turned into a little bit of an ISO ball situation. And surprisingly enough, it wasn't Dylan. They weren't moving the ball that well late. I, you know, there were a few times, a couple possessions, where they were dribbling it quite a bit, and I'm like, man, pass it. We were having success passing the ball, and now we're dribbling too much. So I, you know, I think that. If something's working, stick to it. You know, until they prove that they can stop it, just kind of stick to that. And and I just think ball movement late kind of suffered a little bit. Um, JV and the turnovers, that you know, that's not typical for him. It, it was a bad night. That's fine. But you know, he even he had two in the first game, and then four tonight. I I'm not a huge fan of him getting the ball at the top of the key and trying to dribble. Man, he just doesn't no. have. <laughs> No. He doesn't have the handle, and if if you got a big man that's on him or any guard that's anywhere around him, it's going to be an easy swipe. And so, you know, I, I like for him to to catch the ball back to the basket. They ran in the bubble. They ran a lot of dribble handoffs, like right at the elbow, right at the free throw line for Dylan. And that, you know, Dylan was feasting off of that. So, you know, I like him catching the ball around there. And obviously he can shoot the three. He's he's had pretty good success with that. But I'm like, when he starts to dribble the ball, I'm just cringing the whole time. So want to see him do a little bit better there. And then also I think Jenkins, and this is really the only kind of negative thing that I have to say about him because he's a young coach. He's still learning but I think that he gets stuck in a rut with his lineups and he gets scared to make a change with that starting lineup, but it, it wasn't working for him tonight. And I would like to see moving forward. I'd like to see him try a different starting lineup just to see if he can get these guys going. You know, I'm not going to, 
obviously, you know, deep down, I want to see Bane start, but like, I'm not barking, Hey, start Bane. But I think that you're lacking shooting right now. Even, even with Kyle shooting the ball a little bit better when you, when you have Tyus, Dylan, Brandon, Kyle, and JV, I feel like you, there's not enough shooting in that starting lineup. And so, you know, Grayson was not it, you know, he, he's not been playing well, but you know, maybe, maybe Melton is the play there. I I don't know exactly what I'm looking for, but I'd like to see Jenkins maybe be a little more willing to make a change. Cause I don't, this may be the best starting lineup, but to me, it feels like he just kind of gets stuck and he won't move away from it. Cause he started, you know, the same lineup a ton last year and, and times when, okay, you know, maybe, you know, we're a little bit stale. We change the starting lineup. Maybe it shakes things up and, and we, we make some improvements and, and he didn't do it. So I, you know, that that's my three things from tonight. Nothing really bad, but uh, d- just little things that I'd like to see them work on. Yeah. I kind of, kind of go back to your point with JV as, as much as I love him as a player and how and much he's extremely skilled, but like you said, I think at times he tries to do a little bit too much. Uh, I think he th- thinks he's a guard out there sometimes and those moves when he, I hate it when he gets the ball, like you said, at the top of the key and just tries to dribble inside and do these little spin moves because it usually results in a turnover. I think at times he gets a little overzealous there and does tries to do a little bit too much, man. Just stick to your game. If you're wide open, take that wide open three. If not, other than that, keep it keep it on the inside, man. Don't don't dribble, over-dribble the basketball because usually he gets himself in trouble when he does that. I agree with you. But I'm going to start off the same thing as you said, the lineup. Uh, starting lineup kind of got him in trouble tonight. Came out and did not play well. Uh, to start the game, the bench kind of bailed him out there in, in the first quarter. And I, I would like to kind of see him be more flexible there as well. He does seem to get a little bit stubborn at times on, on certain things. Like you said, we've, we've kind, of, kind of, I've kind of beat the drum for, for Desmond, Desmond Bain starting. I would like to see that. I, I don't necessarily know if that's the answer. And like you said, maybe this is the best that they, that they can do with the starting lineup right now. Maybe that is the five best players you can put on the floor to, to start the game. But if it's not working, man, don't, don't be afraid to shake it up. So start line up. Uh, coming out a little bit flat at times. I think that's that's one negative I've seen, even though the bench was able to to kind of carry them tonight. I think the rebounding, they lose the rebounding battle uh, 52 to 38. I think when we talked the first time before this series, I kind of talked about that is one of my keys going into this series. I mean, the Lakers are big. I mean, they got guys, even I mean, you got LeBron, even Caden, uh, Horton Tucker is a big guy. I mean, you got Kyle Kuzma, he's not small. You got Gasol out there, Harold, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a lot of big guys out there. And it's going to be tough to rebound this team, so I'm not going to beat them up too much, but I think that's something. If you lose the rebound battle by 14, you're going to lose a lot of games. It's, it's kind of uh, amazing that they were winning two points and you lose that battle by 14, so I guess that's my second thing. Uh, lastly, I'm going to say points in the paint. Um, they lost the battle 44-42. to We kind of some of the same points I just made about the Lakers being big, but I think JV had a lot of good looks tonight, and a lot of, especially the first half, a lot of guys, they missed a lot of bunnies there in that first half, and when you're short-handed, man, you got to make those shots, and I think that could could have been the difference tonight, man. You make a couple more of those layups, and you win this game. So I think that's something that they got to clean up. When you get those good looks, especially when you're short-handed, man, you got to make those, and, and they didn't do that a lot, especially in the first half. So I think those are kind of my three things. Nothing big. Again, I'm encouraged what I've seen the last three games, and again, we're looking forward to the rest of this week. I think they got an opportunity on Thursday and Friday, two very winnable games on the, on the home court. Uh, they're going to catch Cleveland on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, and then they get the Nets without KD. He's in, in protocol right now. 
they're going to be on the second game of the back-of-back, but they're going to be traveling all the way down from Brooklyn. So I think two games, going to miss KD both times you play the Nets and two really, really vulnerable games here on the home floor. Yeah, for sure. Back, back to the rebounding thing. They gave up nine offensive rebounds tonight, and, and there were plenty of times it was just, just a positioning game. You know, you, you get too far under the basket, and the guy's going to muscle you out from under there. And, and that's, you know, these guys know that. They they know about positioning, but, you know, it, it's just put a body on somebody. There were a couple times Lakers got an offensive rebound, and, and it was just a guy that didn't have a body on him. He just kind of slid right in there and snatched it up. Harold done it a couple times. Yeah. AD, you know, you're not going to prevent all of them, but, you know, just putting yourself in a good position to put a body on somebody will get you, uh, you know, get get a stop. There were a couple of times that they played good defense and just gave up that offensive, up offensive rebound, rebound. Got, you know, yeah. gave them second chances and, uh, and it came back to get them. You know, you lose a game by two points, you look at nine offensive rebounds, and, and I don't have the stat in front of me of how many points that turned into for them, but, you know, I, I would be willing to bet you that it was more than two um, just you know, small stuff. Like I think, I think Brandon will come back around with his rebounding. You know, I I, I don't see him averaging three for the year. What do he have in the first game? I think he had he maybe had six or seven in the six, first. Yeah, game. yeah. So he, you know, he 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 rebounded pretty well in the first game against them. But you know, I say as a team, you're you're gonna have, the Grizzlies are gonna have to rebound as a team because you outside of JV. You don't really have a, a a dominant rebounder on the team, you know. You don't like, and especially against the Lakers, like you said. Yeah, with, that's what I'm you know, saying. It's tough with guys, their size. You know, four or five guys that that are you know more than capable of getting down there and getting after it. So, because I was gonna say, Harold, the guy. I mean, you really had to put a body on him because his his motor just doesn't quit. I mean, he'll get four offensive rebounds on a, on one play. He's not gonna yeah. give up. I mean, he's really tough inside, so he's kind of hard to deal with. He got several, I think, there early. Early in that game, I mean, he was really beating them up on the boards there. So, I mean, like I said, I can't beat them up too much personnel-wise. They just don't have that that size right now, again, especially against uh, a team like the Lakers. But, I mean, that's just something I think you look at that. If they cut that in half, they probably win this game. Yep, 100% agree with you on that one. Man, I've got nothing else on tonight. You know, it's a close game, tough loss. I, I was more on the pessimistic side. I didn't think that they would get one from the Lakers. You thought that maybe we'd get one. They came really close, really, really close. But, uh, you know, it just is what it is. I, I can live with this two-point loss. I can live with the way that they played. They're going out there. They're they're not giving up, just giving it their all every game. And as long as you're doing that, I'm happy. You know, even though losing is not very fun, it's all about the big picture, right? Definitely, uh, especially, especially this year. Uh, I think if this was a year where – we came in, it was playoff with bust. I think we might be kind of worried about these losses, worried about these injuries right now. But I think you can look at it a lot of different ways. I mean, with these guys being out, other guys are getting the opportunity to to kind of get some minutes on, on the floor. And this is a growing team from from one all the way down to, to 15 and even two guys, two-way guys, 17 men on the roster. And, and, and for these guys to be getting this more playing time than they would probably get under normal circumstances, I mean, it can only help them in the long run when all these guys come back and, Again, I mean, you look at it like if they don't make the playoffs, you got an opportunity to get in that lottery and you know, fantastic draft. They had another piece to this thing. I mean, I think it's a win-win. As long as you don't see major regression throughout the year from the players and the coaching staff, I think this season is a win no matter how it takes out. You know, I think that just challenging is, you know, that was – 
So it was funny watching Twitter blow up about the challenge there late in the game. (laughs) It's small stuff, small victories, man. And that's, you know, look, the look on Jenkins face after they won, won the challenge, man. They got guys coming over, patting them on on the shoulder. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was, man. Last time you got out of here, we didn't, uh, we didn't let everybody know where they can find you. I went on and added a little add on uh, at the end so I could tell them to do that. And then, then I'll let you get out of here, man. Yeah, man, you can find me on Twitter at Isaac underscore Rivals. That's I-S-A-A-C underscore Rivals. Uh, covering the Tigers, we got a game canceled, and I thought I was going to be really busy. at the Grizzlies game going on. thought I was going to have the Tigers and that presser, and I'm keeping an eye on the Georgia runoffs. I'm a big political guy, so I thought I was going to have a lot more going on tonight, but a little, a little bit less with the Tigers game being canceled due to COVID. Uh, UCF had an outbreak down there, but again, man, I'm always on Twitter talking Grizzlies, talking Tigers, talking sports in general, man. So check me out, man. Give me a follow if you get a chance. All right, man. Thanks again for coming on. Guys, we're going to get out of here. You can find the show on Twitter at Grizz. I'm at DWill2111. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.